Hey folks, just wanted to take a moment to thank Dice Envy for sponsoring this episode. If you like those little click-clack random number generators that we all call dice, then you need to check out Dice Envy. They have a great selection of dice in tons of different styles, like resin, stone, metal, and even wood. Odds are you're bound to find something unique to add to your dice bag at an affordable price that are both high quality as well as beautifully crafted. If you're not sure what colors or patterns you want though, they do also have a mystery option for a fun little surprise when it shows up at your door. To check out what they have, make sure to visit diceenvy.com misadventures. And when you head over to checkout, we also have a sweet little deal going right now that will save you 10% on that order by using the promo code MISADVENTURES. Once again, that's diceenvy.com slash misadventures and promo code MISADVENTURES at checkout to save 10% on your next set of dice. This podcast contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. For details on specific content warnings, please refer to our show notes. Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play tabletop role-playing games. I'm your host, Derek. I'm Megan. I'm I'm here again for you. And I am Ty from Side Character Quest, joining by popular demand. And since we're just on this hey ASMR shit, what's up? It's me, Scotty Moore, from Fun Fiction, A Load of BS. The Many Adventures of Sammy Magic, and a lot of other fucking podcasts. I'm gonna gently t- touch your hair now. <laughs> gonna pull, pull the energy out. <laughs> snip. Snip. The worst part, I've just reading the name Big Daddy Fuck. Big Daddy Fuck ASMR. Big Daddy Fuck gently podcasts in your ears for 10 hours. <laughs> Big Daddy Fuck to do homework too. <laughs> Lo-fi Big Daddy Fuck to study slash work too. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Lo-fi Big Daddy Fuck is my new band name. <laughs> And for this uh, second half of our story arc, we have resumed our- Derek, you better, Derek, you better leave that in. You better leave that shit in. <laughs> that one's not just for the patrons. That's for the world. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but we are resuming our game of Fiasco and the playset of The Hasty and the Hateful. If you somehow skipped to the second episode, uh, for one, I'm sorry, because none of what we just did will make any sense. <laughs> <sighs> Honestly, I don't think if you listen to part one, it's going to make much sense either. Probably not, and I have to make sense of it for a recap. So at the start, we had Chuck Buckwilder Wilder in a street race with Cash Money Mover. There was a lot of Cars references, some Mario Kart happening, as they were both racing to win tickets to Dubai. Little did we know that they both already had the tickets to Dubai. They were just racing because they hate each other. (laughs) 
Uh, and this is Disneyland Dubai. Right? Yeah. And, and Chuck's car is Lightning McQueen. Just quick confirmation there. <laughs> After a quick phone call between Agent Hugo Greaves and his brother, Chuck, it was revealed that their father had cancer, but they didn't have the money for the treatment despite spending the entire government funding doesn't really make sense, but then we find out that it was all lies from Agent Hugo Greaves, who was just trying to get his brother out of the racing game. Chuck's an undercover cop, maybe? Yes, uh, Ch Chuck usually speaks in a real gruff southern voice, but his real voice is that of a smooth-talking British secret agent. <laughs> Knowing that Chuck got in a little too deep and is now in love with the race, uh, Agent Hugo Greaves decides to win over a past enemy with Greg Ethanol, who is working in the pit crew as a fam to cash money mover. Greg didn't want to work with Greaves again, though, because the last time this happened, the racers had died. Sure. More, more importantly, Gre Greg and Cash are found, found fam. fam. The most, the most important fam of all. A anybody else? Mm, bullshit. Trash fam. Trash fam. <laughs> uh, Greaves reveals that Greg is going to work with Greaves whether he likes it or not, because if he doesn't, his race is going to die in Walt Disney World Dubai. Oh, this, al this, this almost makes less sense to me now that it's in And uh, Ca Cash, is, Cash is the driver of Greg Ethanol. Fast forward, and right before the flight, our two racers joined each other for a drinking competition slash karaoke competition at a bar where they met Katana Bartender, who is now our favorite thing in the world. Because for whatever reason, Buck was tipping him in Monopoly money. <laughs> After the fight, Chuck let his secret agent accent slip out to Cash, who was extremely drunk and escorted to a plane where uh, we realized that everyone was on the plane together. And that's where Act One ended. Yeah, you're right. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you you forgot. Also, uh, Greg and Cash are gonna steal uh Element One One Five uh from the the teacup ride at Disneyland Dubai because it's still under construction, so they could get in and, and take it. It's uh, some kind of compound used to power the teacup ride, and also. It makes cars go Car real, real fast. fast, and so we're gonna. Oh, that's right. So we're gonna we're gonna steal it and put it in my my Honda Fit that I race with, that I have uh, covered in decals of uh, anime titty women and cuss words, and so we're gonna use it to cheat to win the race. Since then, we have rolled our tilts. <laughs> we have guilt, betrayed by friends, and failure. You thought it was taken care of, but it wasn't. So after that trash fire, does anyone have a scene they'd like to start Act 2 with? You know what? It makes as much sense as any Fast and the Furious movie beyond, like, the fifth one. Well, I figure we're at Dubai now. We need, like, we've brought in a lot of racers. We need a qualifying race. So I figure, like, all 32 racers go in. Only eight will survive to move on into a tournament-style breakdown. And so I think, of course, there is Chuck Buck Wilder Wilder, Cash Money Mover. There's a mysterious masked racer named Racer X that I don't know what's going to happen with, but I just want to add in that plot element. We see all of the cars line up, engines revving, and I'm sure there's plenty of banter going on between the racers. We see Chuck Buckwilder Wilder polishing the hood of Lightning McQueen. 
we see Cash Money laying down yet another vinyl decal anime titty woman. <laughs> I'm gonna call you Melinda. <laughs> we see a mysterious Racer X in a red jumpsuit with a full face helmet that is closed. Pulling up in a Plymouth Prowler. <laughs> Ty, do you want a racer in this as well? Oh boy, uh, I don't know, man. Um, Just invent someone. I'm going to be um, Harrison Treegoob. <laughs> okay. We see Harrison Treegoob pull up in a Ford F-150. Oh, so we meet again, uh, Chuck or Buck. Wilder. Yeah, and Chuck just kind of looks a little bit nervous. Oh, oh my, um, that's terrible. I can't believe that he would just piece his pants just right here like a little a little baby. <laughs> Street racing is a dangerous profession. Oh, thank you. I, I really appreciate that random bystander. Uh, you should probably go back into the stands, but... You know, this is a dangerous place. You're standing right in front of uh, my sidecar. Wait, your Ford F-150 has a sidecar? <laughs> it has a sidecar, yes it does. My pitch bull sits in it. Oh, he has a puppy too! As the camera's panning over the racers, you see Racer X messing with Chuck's car, letting some of the air out of the tires. What the fuck do you think you're doing? Racer X pops the uh, visor open just enough that you can see the lips, ensuring that Buck Wilder doesn't win this race. Uh, I'm... Having conflicting motivations. After Racer X walks away, the uh, since it is a fancy government car, the wheels just reinflate. It's <laughs> like nothing. Damn it! I should have seen that coming. Well, I guess that removes any sort of character conflict that I might have had, and whether I was gonna tell you about it or not, I'ma just smoke your ass instead. Fuck you, Buck. <laughs> More like fuck Wilder, am I right? <laughs> High five, up top. High five. I think at that point the uh, the windshields are like the the windows are rolled up and they're tented, so Buck's just kind of like just sitting there quietly, like you can see his body in it, and he's just like focusing. He's getting ready for the race of a lifetime. Oh wait, we gotta do it one more time. Hey, are you, he walks over like right before, and he like raps on the uh, uh, window to get you to roll it down. You just kind of see him shake his head and just keep staring forward like, no. We called you Fuck Wilder. We need you to acknowledge that you, it was real funny. We said Fuck Wilder and then we high-fived. We both laughed and had a great time and grew closer of friends. I think the pit bull even laughed too. Yes, he is a member of my pound family. The race is hectic. In the front, you have... Uh, I, the four fucking important people. Some people are running other people off the track. Yep. Uh, somebody f immediately flips over and, and gets caught on fire the way I imagine cars do in races sometimes. <laughs> you see Racer X pull up behind Harrison in the Ford F-150 with a sidecar dog. And he just pulls out a, a silenced pistol and shoots the bracket that are connected to it, so the sidecar is just off oh, by itself. God. Oh my god. My heart stopped for a minute. <laughs> Cash is on uh, his little headset. Greg, what the fuck? One of the racers just pulled out a gun and fucking shot one of the cars. Did you see that? Anybody see that on like the fucking- You know how it is. Sometimes somebody just takes out a gun and shoots somebody. It's, you know, that's what happens when you're running a, living your life a quarter mile at a time. That's gotta 
be that's gonna be at least like a half mile. All right, I'm gonna do so. I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna try to run him off the track. Do it. I believe in you. <laughs> do it, coward. Fuck. <laughs> I always know you believe in me. That's why you're my brother. All right. Did you reinforce? Did you reinforce the back after what happened with the with the when I when I hit? Mm, I mean, uh, yes. Tried my best. Definitely remember to do that. Definitely put in uh, uh, strong hearts. As this conversation is happening, you see Racer X pull up behind Chuck's car, and he starts steadying the gun. Okay. At that point, Chuck, much like he did in that last street race. You you see the rockets, the NOS rockets in the back pull up and they just go on and they shoot him forward in front of everybody and it is faster than you've ever seen a car go and he's just racing forward. You know what, new plan. First, I gotta get ahead of that little fucking butt weasel. He's gonna cheat his way through every goddamn race all the way into the final, I mean, I guess we're on the semifinal, so this, this one race, and then into the finals, and he's gonna win just because he's a fucking cheater. God. We're gonna get this race, then we're gonna cheat. And we're gonna cheat better. We win this race, they give us the day pass to Disneyland Dubai, then we steal the stuff from the teacups, then we can use that to beat him. It's such, it's such a good plan. All right, it's time for cash money. And then he hits the Nas, flames coming out, and he shoots forward. Racer X, as Chuck's car was speeding ahead, he re-levels his pistol, goes to take the shot, and Cash's car pulls in front, causing him to swerve, and he fires wildly. At that point, the NOS, NOS is affected. Cash is going as fast as Cash has gone his entire life, but Cash cannot ch catch up to Chuck. And now if we're, we're showing like a NASCAR view, you see Chuck going faster and faster and faster. It's probably like a mile away from the finish line when the entire car explodes. Lightning McQueen is dead and it starts shooting, falling back into the racers coming its way, but it is a massive explosion. Oh shit. And um, Cash swerves to try to get out of the way. And like, I guess just barely fucking misses this Lightning McQueen fucking barreling down the the road. <laughs> and as you swerve out of the way, you clip the back end of Racer X's Plymouth Prowler and it spins out and starts rolling as well. You see the Racer X get ejected from the car and just roll onto the ground. Serve you right, motherfucker. Cash rolls across the, the finish line. Mm -hmm. not, uh, not first, but beat you two. We only got negative cards. We only got negative cards. I had to pull my trigger. The worst part is we were all qualifying without any of that happening, being the first four. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I, I think, uh, I, I guess Cash qualifies, fucking Harrison qualifies, and Racer X barely gets in at eighth, and then there are other racers in between. What What happens to, uh, what happens to, to, to Chuck? Car exploded, so you guys can have fun for a few. I've got a plan, don't worry. Okay, then uh, who wants to do the next seed? Cash would probably uh, confront Racer X, thinking that they blew up the car. Uh, yeah, so Cash's whole thing was, like, he wanted to beat Buck, Chuck, you know, whichever, like, the real way, you know? Yes. Like, he wanted it to be, you know, like a, a real race. Pure, that and pure exa shit. Exactly, yeah! 
like in an anime. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what? I think Cash Money might be a weeb, guys. <laughs> Fuck yeah. This is just Cash's reenactment of initial D. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Cash might uh, think racing is shown in anime. And so he jumps out and he was like, "What the fuck was that? You, hey, hey!" And he grabs Racer X, um, or like maybe tries to grab you, or like tries to pull the helmet off. So you pull the helmet off of Greaves. The fuck are you doing? What am I doing? What the fuck are you doing? You fucking killed a guy. What the hell? That was several years ago. I didn't kill anyone today. What the fuck do you call that? You blew a man up. I was supposed to beat that kid fair and square. This victory doesn't mean shit now. We were gonna race in, in the finals at Disneyland Dubai. I was gonna beat him for real and now I can't do that because you blew him up like a fucking psychopath. As this argument happens, much like we saw happen to Greg, you just see a whole bunch of red dots line up on your person. Is that a ladybug or something? Holy shit. And right as that happens, Greg like runs up and uh, and sort of stands in front of Cash and is like, all right, Cash, 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 calm down, Hugo. He fucking blew Buck up. You saw it, you said you saw it. Correct, but uh, but Hugo did not actually pull it, did not cause that explosion. He had a gun. You know this guy? Uh, what? Greg, you keep your racer in line. Tell him to stand down. Whoa, 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 whoa. You motherfuckers know each other? Greg, what the fuck is going on? Listen, Cash, Cash, I pull, I pull uh, Cash over to the side. Don't ask any questions, just go with it. We're just trying to make sure that you win this race, all right? What, did you like fucking hire this guy to like shoot Buck or what? Did you not think I could win the race? We're gonna, gonna steal the, the thing and then we're gonna cheat, but it's, it's okay because he was cheating with his like special fancy car. I mean, we, yeah, we were gonna cheat anyway, but yeah, we were gonna cheat fingers. But that was the thing, I was gonna beat, Buck was already cheating, so we were like cheating on top of that, but, but it, <clears throat> I don't understand. Who is this guy? Why do you know him? <sighs> Hugo walks up and just pushes Greg aside, pulls out a badge. What? Special Agent Greaves. Greg, are you with the fucking feds? No, keep your voice down, all right? Both of you. You think that if, if you go flashing ba badges around in Disneyland, they're gonna let you leave here alive? Was this teacup thing a fucking setup? If you'll let me speak, Cash. No, you shut the fuck up. You're not allowed to talk, Greg. You're supposed to be my fucking brother. We're supposed to be family. Found family. The only kind of family that matters. True, that's the only kind of family that matters, as we all, all know. Any other kind of family is trash family. You know what? Maybe found family isn't the family that matters most. I, I can't believe you would say something like that. Fuck you, I'm going back to the hotel. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get a homemade strudel from Harrison and his pit bull. Greg, have you not, have you not filled cash in on exactly what's happening here? Does he not know how deep the Musketeer syndicate runs? I would prefer that nobody outside of you, me, and Ionosphere Torres need to know about this. I think everyone's gonna figure out what that there's something more going on. You saw my brother explode in that race. Just be, be up front with me. Were you behind that? No, I was gonna shoot out his tires. Well, regardless, you 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 do what you gotta do, but I, I've got a tea time I've gotta make it do. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
And then as Greg walks off, Hugo just looks on at the burning wreckage that no one has put out yet. The car has just been sitting there on fire after it exploded. And he picks up his cell phone. Yeah, cross him off the list. He's not winning this race. And he hangs up. It's funny, like I'm looking, I'm thinking about all of these like twists and turns of the plot, and I'm just like, man, what's it, what's it's gonna, what's it gonna be, what's gonna happen? And like, oh wait, I have to come up with how this is all gonna come together. <laughs> wait, shit, this is my problem. <laughs> um, who, uh, who, who should have the next, the next scene? We gotta get that teacup thing going. Yeah. What do you? I feel like, I feel like Cash, you should be doing that scene where you're like in the in the park. Um, is there any reason that you would be doing anything with Hugo or should it just be like me and me and you going through the park to set up the, for the teacup? I mean, I would be in the park, but it's like, we're, I'm, I'm mad at you. <laughs> so, um, how about, uh, Meg, we are like together at the, at the park and I'm trying to convince you to like continue with the plan, but like, you're not feeling it. Because you're just like still upset with me. We're just on like the, the merry-go-round. We're just angrily riding like some kind of double ride. That's too Splash Mountain, maybe. Yeah, like we're just yeah we're getting strapped in at like Splash Mountain, just like some like water dark ride where we have to sit next to each other and like we're locked in with like the lap bar. <laughs> All right. So, you, you remember the plan? I'm not talking to you. Listen, I, I was I'm willing to put up with your your bullshit. All right, when you didn't know what was going on, when you didn't know what was up, but you know now that Hugo has people watching us at all times right now, and he will not hesitate to end us if we do not follow through. I thought, I thought maybe when his when his brother died. Wait, that was his brother? Yeah, you would never know it, right? Why are there so many things you haven't told me? I don't know like ninety percent of what's going on. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. All right, but I, I, I thought that he would be cool with letting us go and letting us just like do our own thing, but he has made it abundantly clear that if we do not win this race, he will take us out. He will end us. How did you even end up mixed up with someone like him in the first place? Well, um, you know, college. <laughs> we, uh, we were in the same frat. I told you not to rush at Purdue. We're not at a point where we can risk just, you know, your, you know, mediocre racing skills here. We need a concrete technical advantage. Cash scoots to the far, like all the way to like the, the other side of like the little boat. You really, you really know, you really know how to sweet talk a guy, huh? Listen, we, you and I both know that the only reason you guys have, that you have ever won a race has been because of the work that I do under the hood. Yeah, but you ain't got that racing sense. You don't, you don't got that instinct. Oh, push down on the pedal, go fast. Oh, crazy. It's an automatic transmission. You know what? I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win this fucking race without you, Greg. Yo, if you if you love this Hugo guy so fucking much, why don't you go be a found family with him? Go join his family. Go win the race with him. I'll go take this fucking Element 115 myself, put it in the fucking car myself, and win the race by myself, be my own goddamn found family. You know what? Hugo, fuck yourself. Sounds good to me. And then it goes over, and then it goes over the, uh, the car goes over the. So the camera opens on 
the under construction teacup ride, which honestly, for because movie magic is way bigger than it needs to be. <laughs> like there, there are corridors and walkways and everything. And you see Agent Greaves round a corner with a flashlight to a room with a safe. And you open the safe using your a- agent skills. And the safe opens to reveal nothing. The, the fuck? Where, where did it go? He's looking around the safe. Oh, that's right, motherfucker. It's Buck Wilder with a gun aimed right at your head. Chuck, what are you doing? Put the gun down. And he just looks at you and he goes, M-I-C. <laughs> Say it. You know you want to. K-E-Y. Once a member of the syndicate, always a member of the syndicate. I know what you've been up to this entire time. You wanted to sabotage Disneyland Dubai in order to take down the mouse. Take down the mouse that made you. And you were going to do that by ruining the greatest ride in Disneyland. The teacups. The most iconic ride by removing its infinite energy generator. Element 115. It all came together for me, ironically enough, as I was doing your bidding. As I was taking Element 115 from this vault, I came back, I put it in the tank of my car. And then I got a phone call from our father. He's still doing fine, by the way. Says that he's been out running every single day. Not really a thing you do with cancer, I don't believe, is it? It was the only way, Chuck. You know that this park wasn't supposed to be Disney. Universal Studios paid good money. Oh yes, because we definitely need another Fast and Furious ride. That's what the racetrack was this whole time. That's what it was meant for. Meanwhile, while all this is happening off to the the side in the the shadows, um, Cash is just like he, he was waiting to like come up behind you and presumably like knock you out and take the uh, element one one five before Buck showed up. So he's just crouched, like watching this all, like what the fuck? But little did you know that element one one five produces infinite energy that inside of an engine gets more powerful and more powerful, making your car the fastest thing alive. But unfortunately, cars, whether sentient or not, are not able to control that type of energy. In fact, if it wasn't for that phone call from our father distracting me, I would have gotten in that car and I would have died just like you thought. But no, no, I stayed and I let Lightning McQueen drive himself and I was forced to watch as my old friend died. It doesn't matter that you've gotten the Element 115 and it blew up Lightning McQueen. I got what I wanted. You're not going to win this race. What makes you say that? You don't even have a car for the race. (laughs) Says you. (laughs) We hard cut and we see Chuck pull up in a T-14 armada (laughs) tank. All right, so with that, uh, we're going to take a quick break, figure out our aftermath, and we'll be right back. 
Hey folks, your host Eric here with a quick intermission. First up, I want to thank our wonderful, amazing, and nitro-injected Patreon supporters. Kate, Sarah, Ben, Smoked Toast, Natari Windrider, The Crit Show, and Jay. Thank you folks for supporting what we do by helping us cover things like our hosting fees and our sound and music libraries, as well as our website and potentially gear upgrades. Uh, it's thanks to you lovely people that we are able to continue making amazing things. So thank you. For anyone else that would like a shout out or bonus episodes, like the upcoming Solo Misadventures episode that'll be releasing in December, or stickers and tons more, make sure to visit patreon.com slash rollingmisadventures. If you can't help us out there, the next best thing you can do is just to spread the word. Get our show out there to other podcast fans, share the episodes on social media, leaving us reviews. All of these sorts of things truly do help us continue to grow to points that we can do even bigger things. With all of that out of the way, though, I only have one thing to really talk about this week, and that is our December break. Basically, through next month, we are going to take some time off to record our mini-series that I had mentioned in the last episode. But in the meantime, we will be having some friends of ours step in with some content to tide you over. Not only will we be sharing something new to sample of theirs, which we're big fans of, but we'll also be giving some updates and teasers about that upcoming project as well as doing a giveaway. So you will want to make sure to tune into those. Uh, that'll be coming November 29th and they will be weekly. Uh, so make sure to tune into those and also to follow us on Twitter or our Discord to also get those updates. And of course, links to those are down in the show notes. Uh, but with that, I'm gonna take us out of the intermission and we can find out how this story ends, which damn, it got bizarre. And we are back. We have calculated our aftermath. Uh, Agent Hugo Greaves got a seven red. Pathetic. This did not go well for me, and I'm going to suffer for it. Everyone is going to know about my malfeasance, my foolishness, my lack of common sense and decency. I have a strong feeling I'm also going to jail. I got a five. Appalling. I don't want to seem bitter now that I know what it's like to be utterly crushed, casually brought low, forced to eat my own words, and stand mute and powerless before my enemies. They gloat and I am helpless. So that's nice. Um, Greg Ethanol uh, got zero. The worst thing. I'm probably not dead because there are worse things than being dead. I'm going to take a moment and think about it and get back to you concerning what exactly the worst thing I can imagine is. I may ask you all for your advice. Gotta love a hot, hot zero. Cash cash money mover got a three red. Disastrous. My situation can be summed up in one word. Harsh. I have problems now that I didn't have before. Hanging over me like evil black clouds. Medical problems. Personal problems. Nothing I need oh is my coming God. my way. Ever. Chuck, it doesn't matter that you found a vehicle. You're not going to win this race in a tank, in the Lightning McQueen, in a sidecar strapped to an F-150. You're not winning. That's when he just looks and he's like, I'm not going to win it. He is. And then looks over at Cash and gives him like a knowing nod and then just fucking shoots a tank bullet. 
just straight at Agent Green. I think the shot goes wide and blows up one of the other racers. Found family is better than trash family. And then just like gives a nod. <laughs> and Cash, who knew, who knew nothing about this beforehand, just looks at you like, what the fuck? And then like, <laughs> and then I threw my tank speakers. Boat drinks. Boys in the band in the boat drinks. Y'all are the most fucked up brothers I have ever fucking seen in my goddamn life. The race proper begins and everyone speeds off. And, uh, yeah, so there's like real intense race music playing. You're in a tank. Cash is just terrified and has very little idea what's going on. Knowing now that you're brothers and that you're both fucking insane, mm -hmm. it thinks back uh, to, to about Greg and when they were fighting on Splash Mountain. In his head, he, he hears, It's been a long day without you, my friend. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. Does on the headset. Greg, Greg, are you, are, you, uh, are you on the other side of that headset? I'm not on the other side of that headset, but I'm here with you right now. We're going to win this race together. And your windshield winks at you. Ah! I couldn't abandon you in your time of need. I know how much this race means to you. We gotta, we gotta do this. How long were you gonna fucking not say anything? Jesus! To be perfectly frank, I just figured out how to access the speaker system. Cash swallows his absolute horror and goes, well, it's a good thing that you're not Frank, you're Greg, you're my brother. And we're gonna, we're gonna win this thing. Am I right, brother? This is just the most fucking terrifying experience of my entire life. <laughs> All right, fuck it. Cash money, I'm pressing the NAS button on my brother. Oh, oh I don't like it. As you hit the NAS, you see, <laughs> You see that Greaves had already crossed the finish line in this, like as you go to hit the NOS. But as he gets out to celebrate overthrowing the Musketeer, you see a helicopter come and land, and it's his father. Hugo, Hugo Greaves, get your little hiney over here. Dad, what, what are you doing here? What am I doing here? The real question is, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be operating as the, the highest agent in my organization, but I sketch you here, racing your hot wheels. Dad, I told you I was gonna go work for Universal. I don't want to work for the mouse. Shame on you. Shame on you and all of your house. I mean, okay, we're all like your everybody below you, not including me. The house stops, the house of mouse is not included in this. Shame on you, is what I'm saying. What about me, Dad? Did I make you proud? I'm like coughing up smoke. Did you just fire yourself over here? It through the tank? Yes, to win. I wanted to win and make you proud. I wanted to make sure that the house was proud. I, I clap him on the back. 
and a, a billow of smoke comes out of his throat. This here, son, Hugo, is how you make a make the mouse proud. You sacrifice your body for the for the sake of winning. You don't go and backstab. You you fire yourself out of a tank. Yes, pops. Mercy. <laughs> K-U-I Well, we didn't we didn't win this time, Greg, but we'll get him next time. And I promise I, I won't put any more anime titty women on you. I really appreciate that. Um uh, and, and just just also, um, could you make sure to give me the unleaded stuff and like I don't know, give, give, give me an oil change on a regular basis. I, I don't know, I feel like I can feel it, feel the, the whole oil, but it's, it's just unpleasant. I'm, I'm kind of coming to know my, my own body now. It, it's, it's a whole trip. Well, we uh, we lost the race and we don't have any money, so uh, we, we, don't got the, we don't got the cash money for that expensive stuff. So keep dreaming, pal. Hey, uh, why are you pulling into a used car lot? All right, so that's going to do it for this story arc. Uh, if you want something probably a lot more coherent than whatever this ends up turning into, <laughs> feel free to check out one of our guest shows. I don't know, because like the last episode of A Load of BS we released was about Fast and the Furious, and it was just as <laughs> incoherent. At one point, Dwayne The Rock Johnson just became Venom. Like it was, although I will say the plot was surprisingly similar because there was a mysterious chemical that needed to be re retrieved that made cars go fast. So what you're telling me is it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you could check that out. You could check out the mini adventures of Sammy Magic, which is the only true Harry Potter there is anymore. And of course, me and Megan's show, Fun Fiction. Of which not a single episode has been coherent yet. Mm -hmm. And you can find all of it at a load of pure BS.com. And uh, you can find more of me on Side Character Quest, where I am the DM and host um, we do like short little arcs. Uh, I feel like a, a very good introduction to the show. If you want to like skip into the, the meat of things, um, is episode 44, Amar brings a torch, but really like all of the arcs you can kind of listen to by themselves. So like, feel free to hop in wherever right now we're doing one with a, uh, wizard who's trying to start a library and it's fun. It's nice. It's good. And of course, links to all that will be down in the show notes or at rollingmisadventures.com where we have links to all of our past guests, current guests, past episodes, artist bios, merch, Patreon, a whole bunch of other things that I can keep saying and talking faster until I run out of breath. But folks, let's go ahead and get out of here. Bye! Bye! Bye. Yes and the scene! Buck! Uh -uh. Buck, you got a yes and! <laughs> mm -mm, he's focused. He just don't want to die. We, we called you Fuck Wilder! We need you to acknowledge that you... It was real funny. We said Fuck Wilder and then we high-fived. <laughs>
Yeah, pit... no, we both laughed and had a great time and grew closer, closer as friends. I think the pit bull even laughed too. Yes. Oh, what a funny joke, you two. I'm a dog. Yes, he is a member of my pound family because I found him at the pound. God damn it. <laughs> I almost just passed out. I almost just passed out in Pound Family. Pound Family is the best kind of family. Nobody is ever as close. What family? Every other kind of family's trash, Buck. Every other kind is trash. You are totally correct. (laughs) And then I guess we have to start the race. (laughs) 